0: this is Brad Biley, and you just found Insights, the most listened to podcast by recruiters and staffing owners who want to learn what's working in recruitment and digital marketing. If you're new to the show, here's what you can expect to hear. Every other week, Matt Lozar, Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing, and I, our Director of Digital Marketing, break down what's working for staffing and recruiting firms across North America. But Insights is not a marketing show. It's a show built to help you get more job orders and more applications. And whether you stumbled upon the show or you're here on purpose, we're glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up? And welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are you feeling this week, buddy? We're feeling good, Brad. How are you feeling? how am i feeling is is i've been better matt we're battling a sore throat we're battling some stuff over here but uh i'm feeling very very merry very holly jolly um you know me man i love the end of the year love the love the start of a new year so i'm feeling very eh in terms of health but i'm feeling very awesome otherwise how are you how's everything
1: we're doing well good um making some memories during the holiday season hope everyone can can say the same uh very safe and enjoying some hopefully some time with friends and family but um hopefully everything's going everything's going well over here just with this uh super mild winter the people always say it's cold in Buffalo I went for a walk it was 55 and I think we could have had short sleeves it's um yeah it's been an interesting time of the year in the northeast part of the country yeah my parents
0: live off of a golf course Matt and Christmas day when we went over to see them. Uh, I brought my putter. I was out there with my son, you know, putting around, wow. kind of hanging out for a little bit. You don't get to do that every Christmas day. So, for us to be able to do that in, in Buffalo, it was very, very special for me, uh, and something that I'm going to enjoy for a long time to look back on.
1: Yeah, different from last year when we had three feet of snow and couldn't <laughs> yeah. go for four days. Yeah. So it's been very extreme um, winters here, and um, hopefully things calm down soon. And now we're gonna we're gonna put a bow on 2023. I think is what you would like to say, and you're going to guide us through our, our top episodes of. calendar year. Let's do it. Matt, the number one episode
0: from 2023. Are you using AI to save or make money? Matt, it's no secret. AI was the buzzword of 2023. It hopefully wasn't the fad of 2023. I think it's going to stick around for a very long time, but it was certainly on everybody's mind. I went to five conferences this year. It was the best sessions, the most attended sessions. It's all people talked about. Matt, when we talked about using AI to save or make money, you actually brought up a session from
1: Staffing World. Uh, I'm gonna put you back on the spot. Do you remember really what that was all about? This keynote speaker from IBM. I forget his name. It was it was not like you know Matt Smith. It was it was something I don't even remember at the time. But an awesome talk where this was one of the themes. Um, he talked super fast and just talked about framing the way to look at AI. Companies are probably looking at it to save money. I, just read some random account that I follow on social that said companies are going to try to slash jobs because they can use AI, and that's literally half of what you said here, Brad. But the the companies that are going to be proactive and use AI to make more money will probably win in the long run, um, and that's how you know we're talking here to the staffing industry mainly. But that's how that's probably the right mentality. Thinking back about that
0: episode, I think my biggest takeaway from what I remember... And and friends, if you've never seen or listened to our year-end recap, what we're going to do is we're going to go through five of our top shows, um, but not necessarily use it as a soundbite episode. We're going to give you new takes. We're going to give you our thoughts on the topics, again, in a different way. Matt, my biggest thought when it comes to AI and either saving or making money is you need to know what you're trying to do in the first place. AI is incredibly powerful But if you don't have a target, if you don't know what you're trying to do, and you're just sort of using it, or, hey, I know it's there, but I don't really know what it can do for me, it's kind of just a waste of time. So in the thought of using it to save or make money, for me in 2024, it's thinking about, okay, what is my challenge? What am I trying to do right now? Just as I sit at my desk, can I use AI to either make this easier, faster, better? And if the answer is yes, how? So it's almost sitting down with a pad of paper in every task thinking through, can I use AI for this? Yes. Okay. Is it going to make me better, faster, stronger, whatever it is? Awesome. And then figuring out the tool to do that. That is my biggest takeaway um, as I spent a ton of time in AI, specifically Chat GPT, in 2023.
1: Matt? It can easily be overwhelming. And I think the way you said it was, was really cool. Um, in a way to understand that my my kind of thought process in wrapping up with what's going on with AI is learn as much as you can. And then just maybe a corollary, corollary, corollary third time's term, off of what Brad said is find something small, like you said, write down a task list or a project that you work on. Can, you, can I use AI for this? The answer is probably yes, but it doesn't have to take over the whole project, maybe a small part of the project and then layer it in as someone can you know, you can learn it, you can train other people on it and and implement that to help you become more efficient at whatever tasks a new technology can help you with. Your your thought of using it for part of a task is exactly what I'm doing. So so perfect
0: example, you know, content that we cut from the podcast, any of my personal sharing on LinkedIn is video from the podcast. I'm using AI to help create those videos, and then I'm sort of editing and manipulating after the fact and making sure they're as perfect as I want them to be. But I'm not using GPT to just create this episode. You're listening to me talk. You're listening to Matt talk. We are the humans that are fueling the AI post-production. And that's where I see AI fit in terms of my workflow. So Matt, I love that thought. Matt, let's go to um, not session two or segment two, but rather episode two, the most listened to in 2023, Unleash the Power of Recruitment Marketing Matt, this was a lunch with Haley that we repurposed on the podcast. And instead of going back to that episode, I'm going to ask you this one question, Fred, and I'm going to certainly put you on the spot here. When you think about 2024 and you think about a recruitment marketing budget, what should people be paying attention to? What matters
1: most? Ooh, recruitment marketing budget. Um, That's an interesting question. It's going to cost more than it did in 2023 and 2022. Why is that? why is that costs have gone up? It's just the job boards cost more to... If you want to get active candidates, your your, your job board equ- candidate acquisition cost has just gone up. So if you're advertising on the job boards, which most companies probably are, um, your budget's going up. So I think... I actually talked about this on a LinkedIn Live um, over my LinkedIn profile um, a week or so ago, which I thought was actually really good. Not to... Give myself pat in the back. Usually, like Brad and I make a lot of content. When you make a lot of content, it's sometimes it's good, sometimes it's great, sometimes it's meh. Sometimes you you can just feel when it's a good one, though, right? Yeah. Like you can feel when a, a talk or a session or something just goes well. It didn't go in expecting it at the end. I was like, this is pretty good. Um, so I recommend yeah. you going to check that one out. Maybe not the other ones, but um, honesty with Matt here on on December twenty seventh. But um, I talked about how it's getting more expensive. But I also talked about you know everybody wants more quality. But then I talk about awareness versus leads. And I think this is an interesting part that goes into this quality aspect that everybody is complaining about, not getting enough quality candidates, don't know how much it costs to get candidates or you know to get the place candidates, et cetera. So how much are you gonna spend on that lead part, but also how much are you gonna spend on the awareness and development of your brand, your, your employee value prop? Because if you want the quality candidates, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, like with pizza, do you want New York style or Chicago style pizza? It's different. What are you going to do to develop your brand and and share your employee value prop to say, okay, you know, maybe you want to attract Brad to your company as a candidate because that's what he values at your kind of company, but you don't want to attract Matt because Matt doesn't have what your company offers. So with that budget, I think it's going to be more. The job boards are costing more, but then you also have to think about how can you work on developing that that employee value prop your brand about hiring for your company to overcome that quality challenge that we hear so much about when i think about recruitment marketing
0: for 2024 i'm on the same wave of understanding your value proposition leading with your value proposition leading with value leading with your differentiators leading with what makes you unique matt candidly i'm tired of every company looking and sounding and feeling like their competitor, looking and sounding and feeling like anybody else in the industry. We are unique. We have differentiators. We have unique values that we can share in our messaging. And friends, it's time to have the courage to do that because otherwise we are just a commodity. And when we're just a commodity, the buyers of our services and more importantly, the candidates of our services are going to treat us like one. They're going to shop around. They're going to look for whoever can help them now instead of saying,
1: you know what? I'm loyal to Matt's staffing firm because of X, Y, Z. Go ahead, bud. I mean, building off of that, didn't you literally, I don't know where you said this might have been in a you know internal consulting class, but you had a company say, I want my website to look exactly like, and they showed you a different one.
0: Yeah. I was on a, I was on a call a couple of years ago and somebody said we were, we were working through a new website for them and he had said, Brad, I'm going to send you a link. I said, great. I opened it up. He said, you see that website? I said, yes. He said, I want ours to look just like that. That is a race to the bottom. We are trying to look and be our competitors. That is a race to the bottom because your candidates can't tell you apart. Your clients can't tell you apart. Your prospects can't tell you apart. Therefore, we are a commodity. So when we think about recruitment marketing in 2024, I'm right with Matt. What are your values? What makes you unique? What are your differentiators? And how do we truly truly level up our messaging to make sure that we are portraying those in the right way. Matt, this is going to blend right in to our third best show of 2023. Stop the recruiting FOMO and start running your own race. Matt, this came out of um I think this came right after a conference that I was at where somebody was talking about FOMO and how, you know, I just want to know what my competitors are doing. I just want to know what else is going on in the industry. I want to know what's working for Matt Staffing Firm and I just want to, you know, keep hearing what is is working in the sense of having FOMO. And and I had said on that episode that what if we just pump the brakes? And yes, while it's important to be mindful of what's working and be mindful of what's around us and be super aware of that, what if we just said, you know what? These are the candidates that we need to go after, or these are the prospects that we need to go after. And we figured out our own strategy on getting them. And we let we 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 leaned into that in such a way where we actually drove business because we were unique and we were
1: ourselves. Uh, it's I th- if, uh, when you say that and everyone wants to know what else is going on, it almost feels like it ties into the second part of there's no differentiator. So people are, people are, don't believe in what they're doing. And they aren't confident enough in what they're doing is different from everyone else. So if you develop that really unique value prop, if you have a really strong strategy in getting candidates, and and I'm sure clients too in the current market, you're not you're not going to have the FOMO because you're confident in what you're doing and, it, and it's working. So developing all of that will get rid of that FOMO and you can believe in what you're doing and trust, trust that process because it's really strong. It's probably also not being articulated well throughout
0: organizations. So the CEO or senior leadership of a a firm or an agency might know their value proposition, might know what makes them unique, might know their differentiators. But is a junior level recruiter, someone who's brand new to the organization, able to effectively articulate that on a phone call? Probably not. And if they can't, then they're going on just what they know. Here's what we do. Here's, Here's sort of our what. They're not getting into that second or tertiary level of here's why that matters to you. So they need to just sort of... Blend in like everybody else because they can't efficiently articulate what makes them unique and what makes them different. Matt, our fourth most listened to episode from 2023 is your marketing working or burning money? This came after a session that I gave at the Colorado Staffing Association's annual conference, and we brought it to Insights. Um, and that session, in that talk, was really all about ROI. And understanding what's working and having the courage to say, listen, this isn't working. We need to stop doing it. Matt, when you think about marketing working or burning money, where do we get started in 2024, in the new year? Where should agencies begin to even
1: look to know if their marketing is working or burning money? I would take the step back and go back to what insights the show has talked about a lot and start with the smart business goal to... To figure that out, because if you don't know where you're going, you're, you won't know if you're burning money. You it will feel like you're just burning money. So if your smart business goal is to increase new business by ten percent in 2024, or to grow, you know my my manufacturing division by twenty percent, whatever your numbers are in the next twelve months or six months, whatever it needs to be, I want to grow my candidate database by ten thousand candidates. That will help you. That will be your guiding north star throughout the calendar year and what you can do you know, the the goals, the strategies, the tactics, how it goes below, you know, breaks down, that will help you get there. So that I think sticking to that smart business goal will avoid constantly feeling or constantly battling eternally, internally at your company that you're burning and wasting marketing budget and money.
0: And SMART goals are specific, they're measurable, they're achievable, realistic, and time bound. Matt, I had a really great call about a week ago where a client that I'm working with, they they had a very specific goal and vision for their organization. Now, as we look at 2024, they're going a completely different direction. Uh, still, somewhat in healthcare, but just a—it's different. Without getting into it, it's it is very different. And when we talked about it on the call, I said, "Well, you really need two marketing strategies to attract candidates and clients in both of these directions." in in absolutely both of these directions and and I don't want to say it's as drastic as like welders and nurses but it's pretty darn close. So what we're doing from a marketing standpoint to attract nurses will not work to attract welders and we need to be aware of that. So we know when we think about if our marketing is working or burning money to Matt's point I'm perfectly aligned. We need to know what the goal is. What is the north star? And if there are multiple goals and multiple north stars, Well, then we might need to deploy separate marketing strategies for each. There might be some residual, I don't know, carryover from what you're doing, right? If we have sort of just general brand growth strategies. But if we're looking at attracting two very different target audiences, maybe even if it's just candidates and clients in terms of two audiences, you need deliberate marketing strategies for each of those. And friends, we would love to help you come up with those marketing strategies. If you need a hand, you can reach out to Matt or I on LinkedIn. We'd love to get you started there on either your recruitment marketing or business development strategy for 2024. Matt, the final and I don't want to say the, 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 the last talking point that you and I'll have, but maybe we'll wrap it up in terms of our fifth most listened to episode in 2023. What is a meeting with a prospect worth to you? And in that episode, we talked about understanding the value of the marketing that you're deploying and really understanding everything that goes into marketing to drive business leads. Matt, I will tell you the more calls I have in terms of business development in this industry, we need to think bigger picture for 2024. And I'm not saying that you need to start just throwing money at marketing and absolutely just opening up a Brinks truck and hoping for the best shoveling money into marketing. But we need to be strategic in every single thing that we're doing. And Matt, when we think about what is the meeting, what is a meeting with a prospect worth to you, you need to figure out that number. And then once we have that number, we can actually get to work and say, okay, here's how we're going to get you those meetings. Matt, we, we cannot, we cannot just hope for the best in 2024. I'm tired of seeing companies down in business. I'm tired of seeing people down 50%. Matt, I had a client the other day who's basically going out of business and I feel awful for them. I'm I'm tired of that. There's too much opportunity in this what billion dollar industry for us to lose business like this. We can grow
1: and there are ways to do so.
0: Matt, I'm getting passionate. You go, bud.
1: Yeah, I I don't want to be the broken record data numbers guy because I'm I'm pretty passionate about this at the end of the year, but the numbers make a lot of sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it a little bit in a way of, um, you know, Hilly Marketing. We're working on growing our recruitment marketing division. We have a target list using an integrated direct marketing campaign, which is some you know where you mail some contents to people. You have phone calls. You have email. You know all these different tactics that go together, and we used the lifetime value of a client in this product line, and then said, okay, you know, marketing. We, we like to get 6X from any investment that we make. So we looked at this lifetime value and said, okay, you know, for 6X, what would we spend in the whole campaign to get this candidate? Let's say if it was easy number, say a value was $6,000 um, for a lifetime value of a client, and we would spend up to $1,000 to get a client, right? And then you have to trickle it down of how many, you know, what's my target prospect list look like? How many phone calls do I have to make? How many, you know, what's my ratios and all of that. And I think that's what Brad's getting down to is if you, if you really financially look at this or data, data centric decisions, you can, you can then go into the strategies and tactics and tap the knowledge of people in the industry to get you the creative, to get you the strategy, to get you the tactics. But companies can't really help you if they don't know, you know, what's that, What's that financially mean to you? I have that conversation all the time on the recruitment marketing side. If you get a placement of a nurse, of a manufacturing worker, of a w- insert job title here, what's that worth to you in gross margin bottom line? Then work backwards and all of it can can really work together to not to help you grow. There is so
0: much opportunity in our industry. The more I talk on insights, The more I talk to clients, the more I talk to prospects, the more I talk to other strategic thinkers throughout the industry, there is so much opportunity for us if we go out and we get after it. We cannot run the same campaigns and the same ideas we did in 2023, 2019, whatever playbook you're operating out of. We need to have the courage to rethink it and say, listen, these are our targets, whether it's candidates or clients, and here is what we are going to do to get after it and get them to us. We cannot sit back and hope for the best in 2024. And friends, if you're sitting here listening saying, you know what? I need a wake-up call. I'm hoping that this is it. Because if we're sitting here thinking about, oh, we already have our marketing playbook. you know, We put it together a couple of years ago. This is what we've done because it's always worked for us. Great. Let's think about not necessarily blowing it up, but what can we do to make those small tweaks to be even more productive, more successful, and drive more leads and more candidates for our organization, Matt. Before we get out of here, buddy, anything else for 2023? Any last minute thoughts on your mind
1: from the year? It's a super interesting year. Um, started kind of with people needing candidates and flipped hard to people needing clients and job orders. Um, but people still, but companies still struggle to, follow, to find quality candidates. It's just a such a unique combination of factors going on right now. Um, that's my biggest takeaway on, on the macro of what's going on in, in talent acquisition, just jobs are seem to be coming down, but the candidates aren't there, at least not yet. So, um, to me, that's been probably my biggest, um, macro takeaway on, on 2023. I think my biggest takeaway is, um,
0: people are willing to talk to you and with you, and have good conversations about their business in this industry if you have the courage to open up and talk to them about it. And I, I feel like in a lot of ways, and, and I've seen this at conferences, I've seen this in, in clients I talk to, we operate sort of out of our little black book of business. We don't want to tell anybody else what we're doing, we don't want to trade, you know, trade secrets, we don't want to necessarily open up our playbook. But it is such a good industry to be a part of that if you just stop and ask somebody for help, nine times out of ten, 99 times out of 100, you're going to get a really good idea and a really good suggestion. So Matt, I think my biggest takeaway is just having the courage to ask questions and not just sort of leave the first question as oh, I got my answer, but to actually pry a little bit deeper and, and have deeper conversations with people. Um, I also took a lot of this year in the sense of you know, business is down for a lot of really, really good organizations. And I know we're all doing our best and I know... In a lot of ways, some things are out of our hands. You know, Matt, I I had a call with a client last week who, you know, two million dollars of business that they had went overseas. Nothing that they could do about that. But now they need to get a little scrappy and find new business in their area because what are you going to do? You know, they don't they don't operate for their clients like that, right? So, so what are you going to do? But there is also a ton of opportunity when we look around our local areas, outside of our local areas. We can get a little scrappy and we can figure this out. So again, if you have questions, you want to chat, Matt and I are always here we are just a phone call away. You can schedule some time with us. You can reach out on LinkedIn, whatever works best for you. Matt, heck of a year, bud. Heck of a year. Can't thank you enough, buddy, for uh, sitting on the show and and talking to me for another, what, 26 episodes in 2023? Is that what it was? Had to have been right every other week?
1: Sure. Easy math. Um, And yeah, great great job with you. By you. Um pushing this. I'm excited for your new podcast initiative in twenty twenty four, which I know you're hype super passionate about. So check your podcast feeds for that. more info, I'm sure is coming where Brad's talking to some leaders in the industry. It won't spill all the beans, but um, he's super excited about it and we're we're excited to share those insights and content with the industry to hopefully help companies grow and and battle through some some choppy waters right now.
0: yeah, friends, we're not gonna announce it fully right now uh, on on this episode, but Um, You can expect to hear me in podcast form every week in 2024, Um, whether it's with Matt or with industry leaders in terms of consultants, strategic thinkers, strategic partners in the terms of vendors to the industry. Um, We have a really, really fun and good show coming in 2024. As Matt said, I am absolutely ecstatic about it. We have seven shows in the hopper already fantastic interviews with some of the brightest minds in staffing and recruiting that I am so excited to bring to you. More about that really, really soon. Matt, what do you say, man? You want to get out of this one for the last time in 2023? Let's wrap it up. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you have a question, we would love to hear it. You can reach out to Matt or Brad on LinkedIn. If you have a question for us, you could also tweet at Haley Marketing or email info at HaleyMarketing.com and be sure you tell them Insights sent you. My podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. Have a fantastic holiday season and a very, very happy new year.